Friends, welcome back to the Deep Roots Podcast. Richard here, taking you back to another fire pit conversation on this early November morning. Take a listen. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the fire pit. Richard here on this early November morning, and uh, yeah, it's feels like November. Nice, cool morning. We've had some mornings in the 30s this week, and um, here in Georgia, and it's it's been it's nice. I actually <laughs> enjoy the cool air coming in. Uh, I was about done with the, done with the hot. Um, so wow, what a week, huh? Unless you're living under a rock, you haven't. Uh, you <laughs> I'm sure you haven't missed what's going on in this country. The distraction that's in front of us, the um, the chaos that's ensued in the media with this election and all that stuff. Um, man, it's just uh, it, it's something else to watch. It's something else to see unfold. And I guess it's uh, not anything to be unexpected. But I'm not going to dwell on that today. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to dwell on that chaos. I'm not going to dwell on the election. I'm not going to dwell on Trump versus Biden, any of that stuff. That's just not not what I'm going to do here. We have enough of that in our day-to-day lives. We have enough of that in our, in our homes or if we're on social media or if we're watching the news, whatever else. There's enough of that. Now, I want to focus on things that actually matter a heck of a lot more than that. A heck of a lot more. And I'm serious when I say that. Um, there's so many that have put everything, all their, all bets on politics, on bets on the election. Everything is matters about this election and all that. And I'm going to come back. And I was reminded of something this week, and I'm so thankful to be able to that uh, that Eldridge actually reminded me of this in his podcast. Um, all of this, this this political stuff, this election nonsense, and everything, it's the sideshow. It's the sideshow. It's not the the main thing. It's not the thing we're, we're meant to be most focused on. It's not the thing that matters most. There's so much more ahead of us, and I'm going to get to that. I want to real. I'm going to really touch on that this morning as I talk through that. Um, yeah. So here we are. I mean, it's uh, um, the sixth of November as I'm recording this, and. One, I'm excited and pumped because it's my son's 23rd birthday. My son, Sean, he's 23 years old today, uh, my firstborn. Uh, it's so awesome to see my sons become men and to see him. And Brandon just turned 21 uh, a couple weeks ago and now, um, or actually the beginning of last week, and now Sean turning 23, it's just, uh, it's so amazing. I love seeing my sons become men. Yeah, of course, my buttons get pushed at times. They push my buttons at times, and then um, we're not, we don't always see on the same page. But my goodness, I love my, my sons dearly. Uh, so this is a definite happy birthday to my, to my firstborn, Sean. Um, so now, speaking of that, speaking of men, speaking of becoming men, we're now... Uh, six days out from the anvil. Um, I'm so excited about that, uh, about this weekend coming up. You know, it didn't come to the scale that we uh, had hoped for, had planned to, and that's totally okay. 
that's so wonderful and I'm actually ex I'm so excited about the group of men that are coming um, and, and the um, and, and what this uh, weekend's gonna entail I'm really uh, looking forward to that and it's been over a year since we've gotten to to do one of these weekends so uh, to be able to, to get back and to be able to step out in the wilderness for for a few days and um, speak to the hearts of men um, and, and just invite God's presence into that and in a time where I have to say that I, I think that uh, um, the hearts of men uh, need an awakening need a rescue um, a lot uh, in, in some real desperate ways and that's always been the case that's been the case men men we, this world needs men uh, to come alive uh, now and that's what that's what it's it's uh, crying for and um, the chaos that we see before us right now is just a pure example of that and I will, I will, I will claim that all day long um, the chaos we see in the streets all the violence all, all this stuff um, and, and everything else that's that that's ensued um, it's it's from unfinished men, uninitiated men that have either been um, that have either checked out, checked out of their homes, checked out of their families, checked out uh, from from raising their, their their sons and daughters. Uninitiated men that have been put into leadership. Uninitiated men that are seeking leadership. And you see that in so many different ways, in so many different aspects, and we've seen it in in. in, in in political realms over and over and so again what this world desperately needs is men good men to come alive as Tozer said men that are made the stuff that are that martyrs were made of those are the the men that are needed now so um, <clears throat> yeah so that's where we're at so we're just we're counting down and uh, there's still time left if you want to go if you want to join us at the anvil Please join us, deeprootsministries.org slash amplebootcamp. Again, the link will be in the, this video description, and you'll be able to go online, register. Uh, you can use the promo code AMPL20, and you'll be able to save um, $50 off your registration and join us. You can join us. There's still time left um, if you want to, and we'd love to have you. Uh, but we're, we're just excited about it. I'm looking forward to, to, to stepping out and getting this weekend going. Um, and speaking of the Anvil, one more thing I'm going to show, and then I'll stop my commercial and I'm going to get into what I really want to talk about is I'm so excited about these knives that my buddy Billy, Billy Sawyers of the Yellow Rose Forge in North Carolina. Billy Sawyers is a forge and fire champion. Um, ABS bladesmith and man uh, just to be able to partner with him and um, he did these knives for us. These handmade leather sheaths 1095 steel walnut handles and it's just an amazing thing got the anvil logo on there um so we did 25 you see the yellow rose forge logo as well and 25 of these blades were done they just arrived uh this week um and you can get your hands on one of these if you want to help help support this ministry help um the um uh us be able to 
plan and execute our future weekends and uh, events, um, you can get your hands on one of these knives. So uh, uh, deeprootsministries.org slash knife fundraiser is where you can go. And I'll put that link in as well. And you'll be able to go in line, online and um, for a donation of a hundred minimal donation of $150, you can get your hands on one of these blades. Um, and especially for you Anvil alumni, I, I, I really I, I'd encourage you to get one. And it's not just about um, the money supporting this ministry, but what it's really uh, what I what I love about this is having this the, these blades with us and, and carrying this. And I'm, I'm I'm trying to carry this every day with me now. Um, is that it's the story that it can tell and the daily reminder of what you've been through when you've come to the Anvil Weekend, whatever that story is for you specifically, whatever that is. Um, anyone can ask intrigue and, and, and ask about this blade and then you can you, you can share the story that's a segue to be able to share the gospel to sh segue to be able to share with the good that God is up to in your own life through not just through anvil but just overall in general maybe something either happened there or beyond that or leading up to it that you can share as a part of it and uh, so again I encourage you to, to get your hands on one of these blades I'm so excited about them and I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for our brother Billy for uh, partnering with us to, to, to do those blades and um, so yeah get your hands on one soon and uh, so yeah that's um, that's enough of the commercial uh, <laughs> um, but those are those are important things you know I really want to share because the the anvil is coming up and um, and we're coming to uh, it's going to be here in just a few days so um, our hearts are praying are, are preparing for it and I want to ask each one of you that watches this video and I'm going to put a cry a, a call out to all our friends um, uh, alumni and, and, and allies to just to be in prayer with us be in prayer for the hearts of the men that are getting ready to come to this weekend as well um, in the coming days um, as, as they prepare um, that their hearts are oriented that the hearts are open to receiving anything that God wants to show them through this weekend so I strongly urge and, and, and I ask you uh, for your prayers uh, for this weekend and pray for my team um, as well as we prepare, as we prepare to lead these men and walk with these men uh, through this weekend. So um, it, it's, it's just going to be an amazing thing. And I'm so thankful for the men that have been a part of this with me, a part of this journey these last uh, four years with us. Um, and <clears throat> we'll continue to go as long as God leads us to go. So yeah, that's where I want to, <clears throat> I'm going to segue now into something uh, where I really wanted to talk about this week a little bit. And that's really all about <clears throat> Excuse me. The trueness and the story that God, um, that 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 is before us, the reality of God in the midst of everything, and and outside of the chaos and the sideshow that this world continues to throw at us and continues trying to make us believe, is a lot more important than it really is. Um, in, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not saying that the election and all that stuff is not important. That's not what I'm saying. And don't hear what I'm not saying here. What I'm saying is that when we put everything, everything, all our, um, uh, our, our entire lives and, and focused on that specifically, and we let that run our emotions, it lets our anxieties get up and it gets us pissed off, depressed, angry, whatever, no matter what the outcome is, I don't care. It doesn't even matter at this point. The truth of the matter is, um, when all of that begins to control us, control every part of our lives, then we're missing something that's a lot more important. Because 
The truth is, we're supposed to count it all joy, right? For the suffering that we've that we've been able to receive, and everything, every trial that we um, uh, that we go through is all supposed to be received with joy, right? To be able to to remember, there's so much more. There's so much more that's so much more important than what we see right here before us right now. Um, like yeah, Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes that God has put the eternity in the hearts of men. We're supposed to look to eternity. There's so much again more ahead and uh, what did Jesus come to do Jesus said that he he is making all things new right so when I think about that and, I, and I've seen I've, I've seen the posts I've seen uh, so many people talking about how um, the, the signs of Jesus return the signs of are coming we, we you know um, whatever's going on in the Middle East whatever's happening now um, and, the, the, um, and, and all that it's all pointing to the return of Jesus and I, I and I do believe I do believe we are near the end of days right I do believe Jesus will be coming I don't know when it still may not be in my lifetime it might be in my lifetime and I but if he comes if oh Lord if he comes that's that's so um, that's what that's what we're looking for that's what we want to happen you know I liken that to um, I'm, when I'm watching um, if you've seen the show The Chosen and one of the things that they, they said several times when they realized that Jesus is right there before them, that the Messiah is there. It, it's there. It's the man that we've been praying for our whole lives is here. He's come. And and now we look at this now. That's what we should be hoping for now is the second coming and the second return of Jesus Christ. When he comes to put an end to all the evil, when he comes to put an end to all things, and he comes to make all things new. Not make all new things, to make all things new, that we will be reborn. This earth will be recreated. It will be rebirth. We will get Eden back. It's what we're, we're it's what we're after. We will get to step into the kingdom of God, triumphant with Jesus. Those of us that choose to walk with Jesus, those of us that choose repentance and choose to turn to Jesus. And and that's that's the important thing in all of this that's what matters what's to come here I mean we we have been distracted by so much we have been distracted by um, and, and the, the there's there's all this this uh, the fear that's been hampered uh, the thrust in our face throughout the course of this year because of this um, this this virus this ridiculous virus um, scare that's going on, and I'm gonna say that, and I'm gonna, and I will claim that, and I mean, I, I'm not here to debate anyone about that, but we have been put in a place of complete fear because of all this, right? Um, and, and and it's distracting us. It's keeping us from the truth. It's keeping us from the reality of who God is, um, and we forget that. We lose our sight because this begins to, to to overwhelm every part of the way we see the world and the way we see life, um, and then we start to question where is God in all of this. Right, he's right there. He's right there with us. He's right there with us all. He's not causing us to suffer, but he's allowing suffering to to take place because it's in. in and I've lived this myself. It draws us further back to him. So I really want to, and what I want to get at here again, when I talk about again the importance and the glory and the goodness of all things being made new again, it's so wonderful. And to see, to, 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 to imagine what the restored earth is going to look like and to get to be able to spend eternity 
just really exploring and getting to truly know the trueness of who, who God is, we don't ever stop discovering that. When we step into the kingdom, when we step into eternity, and when everything's made new, we, we it's just laid out before us. It's just laid out before us, and, and it's so wonderful to, to see that. <clears throat> to imagine that and to think about that, we had a conversation a few weeks back on one of one of our um, uh, Friday night gatherings. We call Holy Smokes, and just a group of us that get together, enjoy some cigars, and talk life. Um, and one of the men posed a question of, "What do you look forward to most in the coming kingdom?" And that's that's an important question. That's an important question to think about. And it's it, it's important because it also puts you in a place of not thinking just of this world. People have bucket lists, the things they want to do before they die. Um, I, I would say have, have an eternity list because there's things that you're going to want to do that you probably wouldn't do on this side of eternity in this life, but you'll be able to do. You'll be able to continue to do when you're in, when you're in eternity, when everything's, uh, again, when you step into the kingdom, when everything's made new again. <laughs> When earth is restored and heaven is restored, heaven and earth are brought together. And it's just a, a wonderful thing. And I want to share this um, with you, this kind of, I love this this expression of what the entry into the kingdom is going to be like in this kind of this vision that um, John shared from a friend of his. And John Eldridge shared it from a friend of his in his book, All Things New, of finishing well, of wanting to finish well, of wanting to... to um, to, to make the most of this life and to be able to step into the kingdom as a triumphant warrior, right? And, and, and so that's what we're after. So that's that, my mission, my life, and what I'm after. It's, I'm not about um, being wrapped up in, in, in the political realms. What I'm after is seeing the hearts of men, warriors, come alive, come, become awakened, become oriented to the truth of God. And the truth of who he is and that's what i want to be after and that's what i want to continue to be after as long as god puts me in that direction that's the mission that he's laid before me mission that mission found me i didn't go searching for that because trust me that was not on my radar and um so i want to read this and i want you to just just listen friends and just listen to it and receive it and he says that i want to finish well i want to return as a hero a warrior worthy of the kingdom i had this vision I don't know if it was an actual vision or just my heart's expression. I saw myself, sword at my side, shield slung over my back, making my way up the main street of the city. I wore the battle gear of war, soiled by long years at the front. People lined both sides of the street to welcome me. The great cloud, I guess. I recognized hundreds of faces, the faces of those whose freedom I fought for. Their smiles and tears filled my heart with profound joy. As I made my way up the street toward Jesus and our Father, my friends and fellow warriors stepped into the street with me, and we moved forward as a band. I saw angels, maybe the angels who fought for us and with us, walking alongside. I saw flower petals on the pavement. I saw banners flipping in the breeze. We reached the throne and knelt. Jesus came forward and kissed my forehead, and we embraced freely and deeply like I always knew we would. Then my father stepped forward and took, be, took me by the shoulders and said, Well done, my son. Very well done indeed. Welcome home. As we embraced, a great cheer went up from, from the crowd. That's just, uh, that's something, I mean, truly, that's something worth living for. That's something worth fighting for. That's just amazing. Um, 
And John says, if there's no cost to the Christian faith and to our Christian faith, how then shall, are we going to be rewarded? The desperate times around all of us, friends, and that uh, now, now there's a need for valiant deeds. There's a need for to be able to continue to fight. And not, and I'm not talking about fighting for this world, fighting for elections, fighting for stuff that in the end isn't going to matter because in the grand scheme of things, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and will always be. And he is always going to be the same. And Jesus is what matters in the grand scheme of things in the middle of all of this. And Jesus is who I'm after. Jesus is who I pursue. And I want to be able to lead as many and show as many the heart of Jesus through my life and through my story as I can. That's why I do Anvil. That's why I do that. And it's not just about Anvil. That's why I have the group of men here on Friday nights. I love having those conversations. I love seeing life happen. I love seeing hearts awaken. So as long as that's my mission, that's what I will do. So friends, that's where I'm at this week. You know, there's a lot of things that that we could be um, wrapped up in, but I choose to be wrapped up in the kingdom. God says in Jeremiah that He would treat us all as sons, Jeremiah three, and then He says, Paul writes in Ephesians that. He had us in mind long before the foundations. He created the foundations of the world. And that he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ according to his kind will and purpose. That he predestined us to be made whole and holy. He is after us. That's what we need to be after. Pursue that. Pursue the heart of God. God is what matters in all of this. And that's what I want to encourage you today, friends. To continue to do that. Continue to pursue God. Continue to be after Him. Because He is after you. Whether you know it or not, He is after you. If even if you've never met Jesus, even if He's never, you've never encountered Him, He's been after you. And I just think about, I was thinking about that this morning. I was in my journal and I was writing about when I became a father 23 years ago. And in those early morning moments, um, after Sean was born and I'm sitting here, I remember thinking, I'm like, gosh, what am I, how am I going to be a dad? I was only 19 at the time. I don't even have no idea what like what it's like to be a dad. And I didn't know God. I didn't know God. I didn't know the Father. But one thing was true, that God was present through all that. And God showed me his presence even through my dad. My dad's been gone for 11 years now, but he was there. I remember my son, when Sean was in the NICU, in those first five days of his life with some breathing trouble he was they were working on with him. And um, I remember sitting there waiting in one of those moments. We were waiting for the cardiologist to come take a look at him. And um, Amber's in the in her room because she, she had just had a C-section, so she couldn't be down there with us. She was still healing from that. And... Um, so I'm sitting down in the waiting room around the NICU and my dad's sitting right there with me. He wasn't going to leave my side. He was right there with me through it all. And I'll never forget that. 
he showed me the love of God, the love of the Father. I miss that man dearly, but I'm thankful that he already, he's, that was the beginning of an orientation that I didn't know was happening. And now I know that it's, that he's shown me the love of who he is and that my God loves me that much more and loves each one of us that much more and is after us. All right, so I'm going to quit rambling on because I'm going to continue to go on and on and on if I, if I let myself. So, friends, thank you for joining me this week. Thank you for joining me for this conversation. And I, I pray this, this, this helps you, this encourages you, and this challenges you to remember the trueness and the truth of who God is in all of this. And everything in this world is trying to throw at us the sideshow, the distraction that is in front of us isn't the most important thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. Keep God the main thing in it all. Friends, thank you again for joining me. And I'll see you next time on a Fireman Conversation, friends. Take care. God bless.